You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Break a Bat podcast where baseball meets Broadway. An attempt to show that my two favorite mediums don't have to live in such separate worlds and maybe even break some stigmas. We're happy to have you with us. Now let's play ball. Hello and welcome to Break a Bat. I'm your host Al Malafronte coming at you from the Broadway Podcast Network studios with a really special hitter today. A veteran of the stage and screen, she's one of the Hallmark Channel's biggest all-stars. I, I guess you could say that's a hall star. Too. That's a thing, right? Oh, a hall star. Right? Like, we Never have all-stars even... in baseball. Dad oh, joke. Sure. Oh, <laughs> big time dad joke. <laughs> right out of the gate. I had to start with something. Wow, it's very impressive. You got to find the parallels. Did you like early. hire a punch-up writer for that joke? Uh, no, that's my oh, own unoriginal, like wow, crappy humor. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, she's one of the faces of the network's annual slate of Christmas films. She has two coming out to kick off this holiday season, Holiday Hearts and Christmas in Evergreen Part 3. If you'll please turn your attention to home plate just beyond the marquee, now batting Ashley Williams. She's so me. Do we have like a little applause button? No, we can't afford that. Alan has volunteered to serve as a studio audience and we'll take care of all sound effects. I'm just plotting myself. What is this? It's not, it's not great. It's not great. Um, hi, thanks for having me. It's my pleasure. Of course. You've been busy. <laughs> I'm so busy. <laughs> you hang out with like Dolly Parton on the red carpet? Like Seriously. I got to legit hang with her. How did that happen? Um, I have a famous older sister. You do? Yes. And with a, and you have a famous brother-in-law too? I Just do. Kidding. Yeah. That's yeah. a thing. I know. Well, she was famous and then she married him and then he sort of was becoming famous when they first met. But he is none other than country star Brad Paisley. I think I've heard of him. Uh-huh. So you're like a see. I don't know. I don't know from country music. I grew up in New York, right? It's I. It's just not me, right? So she um, it was like in the early 2000s they met. She was like, yeah, I don't like this like a musician. I was like, oh god, oh brother, this is gonna be a nightmare. I'm like, prepare to not be able to pay any of your bills for the rest of your life. And suddenly <laughs> they're like hosting us at Christmas of a year, and we're like, thank God. It's like uh, Garth Brooks stopped by and stuff like that. The whole nine years. He's there. He hosts. Yeah, us. No, oh, yeah. <laughs> no. no, he's uh, yeah, Brad Paisley. He's kind of a big deal. So, and then my sister's Kimberly Williams Paisley, and um, she did this Netflix show 
that uh, it's called Heartstrings. Um, it's Dolly Parton's new show, and it's an anthology series. So I think there's eight episodes. Each one is based on a Dolly Parton song. So my sister was in Jolene um, with Julianne Huff? Huff. Yes. Okay. Juliana Huff? Julianne Huff. Julianne Huff. And I know that only because the only things I've seen her in are like stuff that they took from Broadway and made into movies like sure. Rock of Ages Rock and Ages, yeah. Greece. They did like a live TV. Oh, thing. right. She was in Right, 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 right. She's I like Olivia kind of Amazing. Yeah, yeah. She's good. She's like a movie star or a Broadway star. I don't know if she's a star. I'm a big fan. Yeah, she's good. Oh. She, she's not better than Kimberly. Uh, she's not better than Kimberly <laughs> she's Williams. No Williams. She's no Ashley Williams. She's no Ashley Williams. No Kimberly Williams. <laughs> she's pretty cute though. Um, so yeah, so I flew down to Knoxville uh, two nights ago and just um, like held my sister's purse for the night and um, and it was so fun because oh, our picture is being taken. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was so fun because I got to I I do press and stuff for my own movies, but being able to be there to support my sister was so fun because I I was literally holding the train of her dress and holding her purse. And at one point she was like, I'm starving. So I went and grabbed her a a taco and I brought it to her. And just as she was holding it up to her mouth and her mouth was wide open, Dolly Parton came up right behind her and goes, hi, Kim. And I swooped in, grabbed the taco and the plate and threw both of them in the garbage. (laughs) So just started taking pictures. I was like, it's happening. It's happening. So you're kind of like a taco caddy at that point slash bat boy in baseball. And like a guru. I was like also like like a coach. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like a, who's the person that comes in and like wipes someone's brow in like a box? Oh, I guess that's not a baseball reference, but. It, it's, I guess it, it's a boxing. Some sports I guess. happening. This is the, basically that's the only sports you're going to get out of me. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations. You did it. That's more um, than fun. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in your corner. Um, <clears throat> so anyway, it was so fun. And then um, I got to, I have my picture taken with Dolly Parton and it was great. And the show was great. We had a great time. You know your way around like the red carpet at this point though. So is do you still get starstruck? Is that is that a thing? Um I met Michelle Obama and I was severely like I was incapacitated. Like I couldn't I couldn't breathe, but at the same time I felt so ha- I was so happy. Like I I saw her, and the, th- the only thing that came out of my mouth was, you make me feel so safe. <laughs> uh, and I, like, hugged her, and I just was, like, I wanted to be, like, please don't let me go. Um, <clears throat> that's what comes to mind? Yeah. Like, that's, like, that's, that's the first thing that comes just, to your mind like, when you Can I her. just, like, put my head on your chest for a little while and just have you just be my new mom? Um, <laughs> I was legit starstruck by her, but... No, not otherwise. I don't get starstruck. No. I was going to say, yeah. I mean, it's so. I feel like you know, being in the position that you're in, you get to meet a lot of powerful people, a lot of people that you looked up to. Uh, I can't imagine what that's like, aside from the fact that I'm sitting here with you today. Oh, that's you like must be cool. so starstruck right now. When I came in and started rifling through your refrigerator and was like, "Can I have this diet coke?" You were like, <laughs> "She's in our fridge." Did you, you see the Judy movie? Uh, yeah. No. Oh, the Judy Garland movie. Is it? TV film or it's a is movie. It motion picture in cinemas? I, 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 all right, Why you, are you confused? I'm sitting here in a Yankee jersey. Do you think I'm <laughs> oh, watching Judy Garland movies? Fair, 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 <laughs> fair. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I wondered why you wanted me on your show. <laughs> or, well, it doesn't mean, you're like, very, I think continue a separate entity here? from Judy Garland. I mean, a little different. I mean, if I'm like, oh. I, I don't associate you with ruby slippers or like the like the right. Toto and no, the other, right? The 
the checkered tin man. blue dre- tin man oh lions. the checker uh huh yeah. no well anyway there's just the people got so star struck by her and it was but you got to see the movie to understand okay so we'll talk after call me after you see it <laughs> um but anyway. <laughs> Uh, no. You know what it is, though? There are some people that I admire so much that are, like, personal heroes of mine, and it's not as much that I'm starstruck, but that I'm just confounded by the opportunity to be able to ask them whatever I want, and it, the pressure is a little intense. But the process of, like, shaking hands with Dolly Parton is, like, hilarious because we're not going to have a conversation, you know? And even if we do, it's like, what does she want to talk to me for? <laughs> really? <laughs> Great. What do we, are we going to talk about weather? I don't know. You were great in the show. Thanks. Done. Done. And that's all you need, though. Right. Because you're like, sitting here with a smile talking about it now, so obviously you're satisfied with how it went. Right. But, like, what I would want to do is, like, have dinner with her and, and look at her and be like, how do I navigate the world, Dolly Parton? Can you help me? And then I would want to know what she said. That would be amazing. But we're not going to small talk that question. You've do you done all I mean? right for yourself, though. You don't need. I mean, how much advice do you really need at this point? Are you life? kidding me? I take advice from everybody. It's like a. It's like pathological. I have two children, and I work full time, and I'm exhausted and terrified. <laughs> <laughs> wow, this just got real deep. <laughs> I was going to say out of the all gate, all the baseball like, fans just logged off. They were like, and moving on. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I was going to say though, no, I think I think it's very human to feel that way. So it's nice to see that you know, as well known as you are, that you're still pretty down to earth. Oh, that's sweet. Thanks. Now I want to ask you just a quick question. You mentioned that you're a New York native. Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, only for you, because usually we're pretty heavy on the Yankee decor around mm. here. Do I walk twenty oh, blocks? No. Oh no! And eight avenues to get that Wait, Met hat for my buddy not, Coleman. Do you not like the Mets? I, it's not that I dislike them, but I mean, it's, I mean, we've had A-Rod, we've had Mickey Mantle, we've had Babe Ruth. I didn't see the the latter two play, granted. Hold but like, on, you guys. I'm going to blow your mind. Tell me. I live in Babe Ruth's old apartment building and in his apartment. It's my apartment. Was that part of the sales pitch from the realtor? It was. And we <laughs> we went for it. Literally, he lived in he lives in a he used to live in a building on the Upper West Side. And it was my building on the seventh floor. Now I'm gonna tell everybody where I live, but um I live in Babe Ruth's apartment. Do you have a lot of tourists that come by? Yeah, we've got like a plaque on the wall and the whole nine yards. There's like a a little museum in the lobby, like an ode to Babe Ruth. Was Are you he serious? a Yankee person? Get out of here. Come on. You come on. You're killing me here. For, all right. Okay, all right. My yes, dad yes, yes, is yes. a poet. My dad does not do sport. And I do feel like, I mean, that's sort of like, you know, we're not really supposed to do that um gender conforming stereotype, but my dad did, never did sports. So nonetheless, you grew up in Rye. That's an easy Metro North Rye to Yankees. Right. How the hell did you pick the Mets? Uh, well, I just feel like that my theory about the Yankees is just that, like, they're going to be okay. They don't need my – they're all right. They've got money. They're doing great. And the Mets are just these, like, little, scra- like, you know, scrappy – they're just this, like, little underdog team. And they need me. They're like the misshapen <laughs> apple at the grocery store. Like, they just need my – they need me to buy them. <laughs> It's interesting that you feel a mission for fruit at the grocery store. What the hell? Well, no one else is going to choose that apple. (laughs) This is insane. That's the first rationale I've ever heard. 
for anyone who's explained why they're a misfit, but I freaking love it. It's yeah. awesome. It's, it's <laughs> not untrue though, right? It's fairly not Yankees untrue. Yankees are going to be just fine. You know what's funny? I thought originally maybe it was because you went to BU mm. uh, and maybe you would go up to like Fenway and they would hate the Yankees there. Was that part of it? No. No. It's just I all. never went to a baseball game in college. <laughs> have you ever been to a baseball yes. game? Okay, yeah. Yes, but it's I have gone I dated a guy that was a huge baseball fan and he had Dodger dugout seats in LA. So we would go and I just remember the hot dogs. I was mostly focused on the Dodger dogs. Have you ever had a Dodger dog? I've never been to Dodger Stadium. Oh. Well, if you go, you got to get a Dodger dog. They're the best hot dogs I've ever had. I believe and it. And I grew up on spready hot dogs, so that's saying something. Yeah. Well, you're a New York native. We, yeah. we, we like We like stuff with a little bit of an edge to it. You yeah. Know? <laughs> like a little bit of like dirt, a little like homeless smelling yeah. in my hot dog. Yeah. <laughs> that's my jam. <laughs> Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. <laughs> now, here's the thing. I, I, listen, I know you're not a Yankee fan. I know that, listen, the baseball knowledge. It's not that much different from many of the other actors and actresses that we get in here. It's, you know, if it's not there, that's okay. Uh, you know who Derek Jeter is, though, obviously. Yeah. All right. So Derek, I've met Derek Jeter. He Did he ask you on a date? No. Should I be offended? I was going to say, I'm surprised because that's like, that was like, he was, when you were single, I, played I feel like this a is real house. Celebrity baseball game with him one time. Really? Mm-hmm. Where was that? LA. Oh, it was in Cali. Mm-hmm. You love Cali. I do. I love Los Angeles. As burning as it may be, I am. Um, I love it so much. That feels like my home. And New York is where I like get by and survive. <laughs> you grew up here, though. I'm surprised yeah. that you don't feel like this is home. Mm-mm. This is so hard to navigate with two children. New York City's like it's really tricky. How many kids do you have? Oh, you have two. Yeah, and the, the uh, she was asking my producer oh, Alan Seals. I am single and without children. With- two, I'll say it on mic. Yes. Yeah, thanks, Alan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just hard. It's like I'm I'm carrying the stroller up and down the subway stairs, and I'm so freakishly strong, <laughs> like crazy strong. Picking up stroller muscles is a thing. Oh, it's so yeah. you'd use your entire body to carry a stroller up and down the subway stairs. And I can do I can carry a stroller with a kid in it with another kid in my other arms. I mean it's I'm it's and with and I got some groceries. I mean it's my backpack is full always full of like, you know, frozen riced cauliflower and you know, sports equipment for the kids and sippy cups and then it's so there's just so many, everything is on your body, you know? 
Okay, yeah, no, that, I mean, it could get overwhelming, but I don't think it's worse than like the LA traffic. I wouldn't be able to deal with that. But see, I would argue, mm. here's my theory, oh, mm. what's happening? Mm. We're moaning, what's <laughs> happening? Oh, what do you think? No, the kids are strapped in the back yeah. of your car in LA yeah. traffic. You're not carrying them on your person, yes. right? And the other thing is that having lived, I lived in LA for 13 years, and what I what I would say is that I never, I didn't get stuck in LA traffic for the last like maybe five years I was living there because I'm not an idiot. If somebody asks me to be in, you know, I was living on the east side. If somebody asked me to be in the Santa Monica area on Friday at 3 p.m., I'm making, I'm, I'm going to have a west side day. I'm going to go to the west side at 8 a.m. I'm going to go get some coffee. I'm going to go to the movies. I'm going to see all my friends in Venice. I'm going to go to my appointment or my thing or whatever it is at 3 p.m. And then I'm going to go hang out and have dinner there. Am I going to get in the car on Wilshire Boulevard and sit there for three hours to get home (laughs) from my 3 p.m. in Santa Monica? No. The LA traffic has never tried to be anything but what it is. Uh, let me ask you. So, are you saying that you're smarter than everyone in LA, or are you just saying that everyone in LA is an idiot? What's the? I'm what saying weekend? everyone's an idiot, but me. <laughs> and I'm also saying once you learn the traffic patterns, don't make the mistake of thinking that it's not going to happen to you. Like, just don't do it unless you want to embrace it because you've got like a million phone calls to make, and then sit in your climate-controlled car. Gets, you know what I mean? Like, go hang the heck out in your car and just have some alone time. Yeah, I mean, that's one way to look at it. I mean, I, I, I'm I not wired that way. I get too agitated if I have to, like, sit in one place for too long, especially right. when I don't control my own destiny. That, that that annoys me. Whoa, see, that sounds like something you need to unpack. What do you mean control your own destiny? Like, as far as, like, if... If I have to get somewhere, yeah, but I don't get to dictate what time I get there because there's so much traffic. Like with the subway, I could at least ballpark. If I have to get somewhere uh-huh. by four o'clock, uh huh. If I leave at three in New York, uh-huh. for the most part, you'll get there. I'll get there. Yeah, but in New- in LA, it's a completely different animal because because it's just such a mixed bag. It's always gonna take. It, it's at its very worst, it'll take. Like two to three hours, but at the very worst. At the very worst, but that's literally never happened to me. Like, and also, like, you check the traffic, and then you're like, you know what? I'm canceling. <laughs> I'm just not going to do this. You know? Now your um, face like kind of glows when you talk about LA. Are you like trying to move there? Yeah, soon? we're. I think we're probably going to move back um, this summer. Yeah, I really miss it there, and I'm. I, my kids need a yard. They need a yard. It's yeah. what you grew up with and it's something you want to give to them. Or they're just so active and so hyper that. I mean, it's, you know, it's like 10, de- it's going to be, this winter I'm dreading it again, but it's like it's 10 degrees out. We got it. And, the, you know, they, they reach this point with the little kids where they need to go, they need to go. I have two little boys who are, it's like they destroy. They are wrestling and throwing and breaking things and, it's 7, 12 a.m. And I'm like, we gotta get, we gotta get outside. We gotta run. We gotta jump. We have to, you know, and then it's 45 minutes. I'm like, I can't find my other boot, mom. <laughs> and I'm like, really? Like as opposed to in LA, you just open the door and go, can you please get the heck out of the house and go run it off? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You could do that in 
you could do that anywhere with warm weather. Have you ever considered, you know, maybe freeloading at the Paisley's house for like a couple of weeks, like when it's, you know, like February break, for example? Yeah, you we're know, yeah, cool. we're we go we go there, and it's great. Warm weather in February, <laughs> yeah, January. And Nashville's kind of nice all year round. It is nice. Yeah, we go, so we go there for Christmas every year, which is awesome. Um, and we uh, we are gonna go. We're gonna go next weekend. Um, and they've got a, I mean, they've got a legit farm in Tennessee with they've got horses, they've got a donkey named Oliver. Um, they used to have cows, but the cows got really rude and grumpy and they would stand in the middle of the of the road and not let us drive. And they would just like stare us down and my sister wouldn't be able to like leave the house because she was like, didn't know how to move the cows. Did it ever bite anyone? Or yeah. Like the that? cows started oh, biting. They had a cow named like WD-40 or something and they and then one named 507. What? It was all these numbers. Um, and so they had to get rid of them. <laughs> and that was that with the cows. So now, yeah. like, the kids think they're going to go to a petting zoo around Christmas. And now there's no more livestock or No, uh, we donkey, have horses. The donkey, there were the horses, horses, donkey. There's a bunch of, like, armadillos. Tons of armadillos. That's not a farm animal. That's, <laughs> uh, like. It's an animal. You said petting zoo. I was <laughs> Oh, there's dogs. There's a bunch of dogs. Well, dogs are you can have here too. I love dogs. I'm a, are yeah. you dog guy. I, I'm a freakish dog guy. Dog guy. <laughs> yeah, I'm a dog, dog person, girl. big dog. time. But I can't have it. I have a dog in LA. For a while, I was a dog trainer in LA. Um, it was such a cliche, and I would like drive around on Fridays and get all pick up a bunch of dogs in a van, and that were going to be put down. Um, on that following Sunday, like I would go to the kill shelters and adopt the dogs and then I would take them back to my sister's house and evaluate them to see if I could figure out how to like, like get them adopted. And then I would take them to the no kill shelters. Um, it was, I, I, I became a little obsessed. That's like a, that's a labor of love is what that is. Yeah. It was intense. I, I it was a little psychotic maybe. I actually respect it. I would, I would have told you if I thought that it was like a little like out there, but I respect yeah, that because I, I, I love dogs. it's out there and kind of cool. If but, it was cats, yeah. I probably wouldn't say the same. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, I hate cats. They're not friendly. They're, They're so snobby. Ugh. Yeah. You can't warm up to a cat. It's like not a, cat a dog's your pal. You know? mm-hmm. That's also, I think it's cause also because I'm allergic. Oh, that, that, that probably has something not to do fair. with it. That's not the cat's fault. <laughs> and still, I blame the cat. It's true. Fair. Yeah. That's more than fair. Yeah. How did I get here from Derek G? No idea. Okay. Yeah. That's, oh, <laughs> I remember. I just totally sidelined this entire situation. That's okay. I love this. And the interview's over. Thanks for coming, Ashley. Right. What did she talk about? We don't remember. She just talked. <laughs> um, I think it was because I was saying about my apartment building. Anyway, Derek Jeter. What was the question? <laughs> I, I asked if you knew Derek Jeter, and yes. we got we got to We're like good being friends. your allergies and stuff like that. <laughs> we came back to allergies, yeah. So what I've taken away is that you're allergic to Derek Jeter. Yes, <laughs> I am. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's and how that's we got why here. I don't like him. <laughs> it's his fault. He's such a snob. <laughs> well, I mean, the whole point of it was it was going to be to give you like a oh. a baseball paralleled compliment, just and oh. also to enhance your education of okay. the game. I think that's okay. important. He has a nickname. It's Mr. November. So, like, he had, like, a lot of big performances in the month of November. Okay. Because he was also the first player to actually get to play in the World Series in the month of November after 9-11 because it was delayed. Oh, cool. And he hit the first World Series home run. And, like, the the home run call from Michael Kay was, he is Mr. November. I I can't do it as well as him. But it was really cool. So, But from thereafter, throughout his career, the the World Series, more and more, they – 
Baseball started realizing with TV ratings, you could still get away with putting the World Series on in November. Anyway, how did I get there? So talking about New York performers that like kind of run a particular month, there's no baseball in December. You're mm-hmm. a New Yorker mm-hmm. and you kind of like run the month of December on television. Ooh, yeah. I would call you Miss December, but is that like unflattering? Does that make you think of like a centerfold like model type thing? I don't, or? why would that not be a compliment? Okay, I just wasn't sure. Are you saying I'm like a centerfold? That's, first of all, never happened to me before. All right. So, <laughs> very, very proud. <laughs> um, very flattered. Um, yeah, it's like I, it's like he passes the baton to me. Yeah. November into December. Yeah, because I'm like a Christmas movie person. It's a good lineage. <laughs> Jeter Williams. Yeah. Um, what do you have in store for us this year? I'm so excited. So I'm doing um, – I, I three years ago, I did a movie called Christmas in Evergreen, uh, which was a really sweet little Hallmark Christmas movie. Um, and then they did a sequel, um, and um, they brought back Holly Robinson-Pete and Barbara Niven and Rakia Bernard and a bunch of the original cast – and then I played a cameo in that movie, and Jill Wagner played the lead. And then they brought me and Jill back again for a third um, installment of Christmas in Evergreen. And same, it's Holly Robinson-Pete again, Barbara Niven again, and then this time it's Maggie Lawson playing the lead. And I think they're going to do a fourth. So it's all these stories about love that take place in this quintessential sweet little town called Evergreen. Um, So I'm really excited about that. And I think that airs uh, like November 27th or something. That might not be true. (laughs) but (laughs) We could cross-check and then call you back to do a voiceover to edit it in or just Or just, you know, look it up. (laughs) Um, You do it. Uh, But yeah, so that's so cute. And then I also did a movie called Holiday Hearts which airs November 21st. And that's my movie that I did with Paul Campbell. Um, and it's that's a very, very sweet little Christmas. It's a pretty classic Hallmark Christmas movie. Um, and it's this movie is really about Christmas through the eyes of a child um, for a variety of reasons. Paul Campbell. And uh, Paul Campbell did uh, God Wink Christmas and a bunch of other um, Christmas movies and uh, or other Hallmark movies. And um, so he and I have been charged to, with taking care of this little girl right around the holidays. So we have to do all these, um, all of her favorite Christmas activities leading up to the holidays. So um, it's really fun. It's like we do the snowman building and we do the snowball fight and we do the crafts and the, you know, the street fair and uh, it's and then we sort of like obviously fall in love and make out at the end. It's the best. Pretty standard with your movies. <laughs> yeah, it's the same movie every time, and we love that. We're very proud. <laughs> Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now you wanna get mixed up in the family business? Introducing. The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChompaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? 
they're also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Now let me ask you this. When you were studying theater at BU, did you imagine yourself <laughs> being an actress that was like going to tug at the heartstrings the way you do? Or like, what, what did you want to do at that time? I thought I was going to be doing regional theater for the rest of my life. Not Broadway? Even being a New York native? I figured I was going to sort of like scrape by. I really did. I I truly, I fell in love with Shakespeare my junior year of college. <clears throat> and I just assumed that was what I was going to do. I was pretty good at it. And I really understood the language very well. And I was just like, oh, this is it. This is, this is going to, it's going to be. And so I immediately was like, well, Oregon, I want to go to Oregon. I want to go to Utah. I want to, you know, I want, I'll just travel around and I'll just, I'll do the, I'll sort of join up with Oregon Shakes. That was my plan. But I came to New York first because I did the Williamstown Theater Festival right after I graduated from Boston University. I was in their non-equity program and I got an agent which I was a miracle. Um, he saw me in a play there. And so I came here and then I was just auditioning and living with my parents' house in Westchester and commuting into the city. 9-11 happened. And about three days after 9-11, I had an audition to understudy Rachel Weiss and Gretchen Mall in a off-Broadway show that Neil Labute wrote. And um, I booked it. And that was my first job out of college. And I was like, this is like slightly more legit. Like it was an off-Broadway show. I was like, this is slightly more legit than I ever thought I would get. You know, um, I was very surprised. Was it right here in Midtown? Or are we talking like some was, underground theater? No, downtown? it was up at, um, at 72nd. There used to be a theater at, on 72nd and Broadway or 75th and Broadway. And I can't remember what it was called. That's right by the Beacon. Yeah, it was. Oh, we were of. like two doors down from the Beacon. Right now, there's like a literally a New York sports club in the place where we used to do. <laughs> <laughs> How the town has changed, right? Oh, New <laughs> York is the, the best. It New York is, is the best because now I live on the Upper West Side and I walk by it all the time. There was like a cozy. Remember where there was cozy, cozy, the cozy bread. You're too young. There was like bread. They would give out free samples of cozy bread. Um, so they actually gave out things for free around here? Are you kidding me? They gave for free in New York City. That's and all the actors thing. would line up like when the free bread would come out. And we'd be like, lunch. You should kind of go to like Costco for that. I was <laughs> yeah, going to say, no, that's totally. <laughs> that's amazing. Uh, so, And what was cool about that show is that Rachel Weiss's dad – this isn't cool, but he had quadruple bypass surgery, so she, she was out. So I went on like 25 times or something opposite Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd was in it, and so I was acting opposite Paul Rudd for like 20 shows, 25 shows. Because I, I also went on for Rachel Weisz because they were they were all making out in the show with each other. So when one of them would get sick, then the whole cast would get sick, and I would get to go on. So I'd be like, keep making out. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> it was a really good first job. So it, it's interesting because, like, you're like a from what it sounds like, like a pretty classically trained actress, like with all the Shakespeare stuff, and yet you caught the TV bug so quickly, like so right weird. away. How did that happen? Um, basically, when I did that show, it was called The Shape of Things, and when I did that show, a bunch of people so, saw me go on because I went on so much because her dad was ill. So. Um, 
it was a bunch of people from NBC Universal came to see the show. And then my agent at the time was like, you know what? Why don't you and I go to LA for pilot season? We'll go for a month. Nothing will probably happen, but like, let's just go. I was at Paradigm at the time. And uh, my sister was living there. Um, she was dating Pete Sampras. <laughs> Jesus, this resume of the Williams girls. Are you going to tell me you dated A-Rod or something? I've dated nobody interesting. (laughs) I've been married for like 17 years. Congratulations. Um, It's kind of a lost art nowadays. Yeah, I know. (laughs) I know, I know. There aren't many things I've figured out, but I did figure out like landing an awesome guy early and sticking with it. Um, But she was dating Pete Sampras and he was living upstairs with her and I was in the basement like auditioning for pilots and I booked one of the pilots, um, which was a sitcom called Good Morning Miami. It was like 2001 with Mark Feuerstein, who has gone on to do great things too. But um, anyway, it was an awesome first job and it, it ran for two seasons. And um, and then I've sort of like, and then I made Snow right after that show was canceled. That's like your first career Grand Slam, Snow, because everyone was still a, loves it. <laughs> amazing. Yeah. Tom Cavanaugh, man, you can't beat it. You can't beat Ashley Williams either, though. Give yourself a little bit of credit this here. This is the best show I've ever been on. Where baseball you meets guys, Broadway. You guys love me. <laughs> Alan, am I fanboying more now, that, or was I fanboying more with Al Jardine? Oh, gosh. Fanboying. You're, <laughs> oh, this is a toss-up. <laughs> Completely different sides of the same coin. Yeah. yeah, Al Jardine, one of the Beach Boys we had in oh, here. Oh, really? Cool. But this is cool, too. He's it. like, oh, but this is cool, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Oh, right. Well, you yeah. got a personal connection to Al Jardine from your dad. Yeah. Oh. You were telling me. That was cool because, like, growing up, like, you know, that you kind of get past the um, – you get pass along music from you know sure. your parents and stuff like that. Yeah. So I lost him early, and you, you lost know. your dad early, and yeah. he loved the he loved them. He loved Aww. the Beach Boys, yeah. So we used to sing in the car and stuff like Aww. that. And then you know it's a rich catalog too. But That's so cool. Yeah, you know, right? It's funny. Usually, it's, maybe it's the holidays that. I, I, that's probably why I even mentioned it to you, Alan, the mm. other day because it was like you know it's stuff that you know, it comes to your mind this time totally. of year. Totally. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Oh, I can see that little sucker for Hallmark movies in and out. <laughs> I can you see li- it starting to come out. <laughs> when you live with two girls, like back, you know, around you know the holidays and Thanksgiving weekend, like what the hell else are people going to put oh, on TV around that sweet, time of year? Sweet, soft little underbelly coming out. <laughs> Big fan. You like come out like you're like a sports guy, but actually a little sensitive, I yeah, guess. Right? I've got I drama mass on a baseball bat behind you're you. My I mean, come demo. On. <laughs> you're my demo. You're my demo. What does that mean? What is like, that? My demographic. Like uh, you're my. You're like my kind of, you guys love me. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. I love a guy who watches Hallmark movies. <laughs> um, the audience is going to love this fun fact. <laughs> we, oh my God. The Instagram that we connect on shills like 100 mile per hour pitchers and like grand slams and like all-star baseball players. Really? Now we're like just. You're, you're, you're now they're all going to know everything. who you really are. Jesus. I yeah, was gonna you're s- just like a little cup of hot cocoa and a <laughs> soft robe. And a Don't nice use that voice Hallmark on me. Movie. You're killing me. <laughs> <laughs> this is an ambush, <laughs> and Alan is instigating it. I can tell. I am doing nothing but monitoring audio levels. <laughs> <laughs> I would not have a career if it wasn't for somebody like you, so thank you. Oh, you're very welcome. I'm into it. Now, I just want to ask you another quick question. 
I touched on the TV thing. Need to hear your thoughts. Not that I didn't want Ted to end up with Victoria, and not that I didn't want him to end up with Robin, but what do you think of the ending of How I Met Your Mother? I thought it was brilliant. I really did. I did not see it coming. Um, And Carter and Craig have become good friends. I actually went trick-or-treating with Craig last night. (laughs) Because our kids, um, you know, anyway, he he was up on the Upper West Side, so we all went trick-or-treating together. And um, they're such smart, cool guys. And the fact that the show – and by the way, I was going to be the mother if the show had gotten canceled after the first season. Do you know that? I didn't. Yeah. Because it was – I was sort of the main girlfriend that first season. And apparently if the show had gotten canceled, I would have been the mother, which would have been so good for my career. But it's fine. Um, <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Victoria, I think, appeared in more episodes than the mother, though, so it kind of worked out all right. Maybe. I think so. I don't know. I, I mean, it's not a competition. But for but the rest of her life, she can say she's the mother, and I'm, like, the one that's not dating Ted anymore. But you're Buttercup. Isn't I'm that Buttercup. good enough? <laughs> totally. So, um, yeah, it was such a good job. That was such a good job. Um, and I just think, yeah, I think the ending was really smart and really heartbreaking and beautiful. And um, I was such so honored to be part of that show. I want to ask you, you've done a lot of TV. Would you ever consider coming back to Broadway? Um, yeah, I think I, I really would need like a great script. It's also really hard with little kids, like, you know, um, and when, uh, I'm becoming a director now. Did I? Yeah. So I directed, um, a short film called Meats, (laughs) which is about a female butcher. So you're not a vegetarian then, like a lot of the actresses that I interview. No. Why are you throwing pens at me? That was um, it's fine. So it's fine. <laughs> I didn't realize it would be such a visceral reaction to the <laughs> no. meat. Um, I'm Italian. <laughs> we talk with our hands. That's a thing. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, yeah. So meats is about it. It's about a female butcher. I'm not a vegetarian, but I did go through a phase of being vegan for a while. But then Thanksgiving night, I was craving the turkey so badly that I, after everybody went to sleep, I opened up the refrigerator and I just took the turkey out of the refrigerator and started eating it with my bare hands. <laughs> That's savage. That's not just breaking the vegan thing. That's like- I was a terrible vegan. I also started fainting. I just think I need the amino acids. But the short film that I made is a, is about a pregnant woman who's been a lifelong vegan who's craving meat. And um, she decides that she's going to hire a nose-to-tail butcher to teach her about like eth- the ethics, like the ethical way to consume meat, and um, she just can't stop crying. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, do, um, now, do you only direct it, or are you I directed it, it, and I acted in it. Yeah, I'll send it to you. It's pretty good. I'm proud of it. So we're submitting that to festivals, and then um, I'm going to be directing two movies of the week <clears throat> um, this year, so I'm really excited. That's awesome. Well, yeah. we're going to certainly plug them on the Instagram. That'd be great. Thank it, you. Is it too soon to announce, like, dates and times Yeah, and stuff, I can't or? talk about it yet. Okay. Yeah. We'll My do deal's it not closed. But we're I, um, teammates now. Like, you know, some shows use the expression, like, friends of the show. Oh. So we use, like, teammates okay. of the show. Okay, Just great. another corny joke, like I'm the in. all-star thing. I'm right? so <laughs> in. I love it. Now, we love to play games here on this show, and you've accomplished a lot on the stage and on the screen, but now it's about to get tough for a couple minutes. Oh, God, no, I got scared. 
Should I jump out the window? I'm looking right out the window. I mean, we're 20, 21 floors up. That's like <laughs> It won't go I, well, well for yeah, me. Don't do that. Okay. I'll just play the game, I guess, then. <laughs> just think of it this way. I want you to, I mean, listen, I know you were a track star, so it's not like you're completely I was numb star. to you athletics. Wikipedia'd me. <laughs> wow. Broadwaybuzz.com interviewed you oh, also. Because okay. you had a little Broadway stint. I, I did I have now. a Broadway stint, yeah. All right. So the name of the game is called Fastball Derby. Game seven of the World Series, which is like a sudden death baseball scenario, okay? Like each team has won three games apiece. This is going to determine the trophy, all right? Ninth inning, two outs, tying run on third, go-ahead run on second. There's a pitcher on the mound throwing 100 miles an hour. We ask you a question, you say the first thing that comes to your head. I'm so anxious. You're sweating. I just really, literally, my hands are, okay, what's the question? Oh, you're going to ask me. We're going to ask you a few of them. I thought maybe I missed the question. I'm like, how long was I out? I think I blacked out. What happened? That's what what you imagine yourself in like baseball actually does, huh? Totally. Oh, God. Okay, go. Favorite New York City meal? Uh, Spaghetti. (laughs) Fair. From where, though? <laughs> oh, you know what? My favorite pasta place closed. It was this place um, over on Ninth Avenue in the theater district, uh, and it's gone. But they had this, like, like it's like angel hair pasta with just red sauce. Come on. And it was, like, $9, you know? That's my kind of meal. Um, I'm trying to think of other favorite meals. I'm not—you're not supposed to think. Right. I, there, there's no rules with fastball derby. That's the okay. other fun part. Oh, about that's it, so. good. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I think yeah. It's just it's like New York pasta. You know, that's the best actor or actress you've yet to work with, but would like to. Um. Oh God. Oh God. Bill Irwin. I would love to work with Bill Irwin. He listens to the show. I bet no, we can make he it does. Stop it. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> He's like a hero of mine. I love him. Your favorite non-Ashley Williams Christmas movie? Um, my sister did a movie called The Christmas Shoes so long ago. It's a beautiful movie. I loved it. The role and performance you're proudest of? Um, I played a character named Claire in a movie called Something Borrowed, which was a Warner Brothers movie with um, Kate Hudson and Jennifer Goodwin. Um, and I'm really proud of that performance. I was a, I played like a psychopath. What interesting! I can't peg you like going method like that. That's like a. I didn't go method. Oh, so you just like I was very healthy good. about how I yeah. played a psychopath. I was going to say, because like you hear all those stories about like Heath Ledger getting into character for like the Joker and stuff like that. Like I feel like to play like a character like that. Well, she was very light psychopath. She wasn't like murdering people. She was like psychotically in love with John Krasinski and um, couldn't stop eating. It was like the most fun I've ever had. You grew up in New York. Did you come to a lot of Broadway shows growing up? (laughs) I sure did. Yeah. We went to the theater a lot. Yeah. What's your favorite Broadway show of all time? Oh my gosh, that is so hard. I mean, the fair, oh, the ferryman was amazing. Um, I mean, I'll never forget seeing Les Miserables when I was in fourth grade, and I was started crying. Um, that was incredible. Um, I mean, I even I really liked Dear Evan Hansen. I um, I'm really looking. Oh, sorry, that's something I've seen. I'm really looking forward to seeing Slave Play. I'm going to see it next week. Um, uh, let's see. Oh, my gosh. I think that might be it. 
I mean, there's so I I don't we've seen so much. Yeah. Top three Christmas songs. Uh, Silent Night. What's the song? <laughs> Didn't you sing that one in like one of no. the movies? Well, didn't you like Silent sing the Light's piano? Silent Night's way too expensive for a Hallmark movie. Oh, okay. I'm trying to think of the first Noel. <laughs> That's what it was. <laughs> what? That's what it was. You sang for, or they had, did, now do you sing? No. Okay, so they put like a voice track to like, I mean, wait, it was a lifetime. Wait a second. I know what you're talking about. Like the piano. I know what you're talking about. I did a movie about, it was like a sad movie about like a girl spending Christmas in the mall. I, I never saw the movie. I never saw the movie, but when I, when I, I did it and I was, there was a scene where I had was started to break into songs sitting at a piano and on the deck, like, uh, by the way, I, what I always say is like, I'm a terrible singer, but I'm very enthusiastic. So on the day I like sang it and I think it was, I don't remember even what song it was, but I break into this song and I get a call like after we rap and they're like, Hey, <clears throat> we want you to come in and just record the song again because like it wasn't the audio wasn't great and I was like awesome so I went in and like put the cans on my ears and just like sang out into the darkness and I was like this is I think I'm like a singer <laughs> like this is some of the most fun I ever had and I um, the day the thing the movie airs my aunt Diana texted me and she she goes you have a gorgeous voice. And I wrote back, really? Oh my gosh. And I start getting these text messages from people being like, I had no idea you sang. Your voice is so beautiful. And I was like, I want to watch this, the scene where I start singing. So I find, I find the movie. I fast forward in the movie. They put someone else singing in over my voice. <laughs> so <laughs> everyone thought it was me. you. I figured it, it wasn't was you, but I don't know me. you as well as your aunt. So that's. <laughs> Holy cow. What a reveal. I'm sure that people must have been. Like, you, did you not tell them in, in any way? Like, well, no, I actually thought it was so funny. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, guys, guys, guys. <laughs> so, wait, we got uh, Silent Night. And what, give me two more. Oh, um, uh, uh, <laughs> I mean, the funny, the funny thing is, like, can anybody name three off the top of their head? And that's why it's fastball derby. The rules. Oh man, this is so hard. <clears throat> like, what's someone that's like God Rusty Mary Gentleman? I love that song. That's a good one. I think it was in Home Alone or something, right? Might have been. Right. I- um, and then uh oh, I need to brush up on this because I'm going to a Christmas Christmas convention next Friday, and they're gonna be like asking me questions like this. <laughs> um I mean, you know, I'm going to go with like Frosty the Snowman. I do a lot with my kids now, like all year round. It sort of goes with, you know, the territory. I love it. And lastly, best piece of advice anyone ever gave you? Um, Best piece of advice anyone ever gave me? Um, My dad told me when I was like in eighth grade and I was freaking out about like people in school, girls talking and blah, blah, blah. My dad said, we wouldn't care care so much about what people thought about us if we realized how little they're actually thinking about us. And that that actually like helps me every day. That I I assume that everybody else's brain is just as sort of like focused on themselves and worried about their own thing as my own. And once I can remind myself that everybody's focused on their own stuff, it really helps me because nobody's sitting there thinking bad things about me. I'm so nice, you know? So yeah. that, really, that really helped me. 
That's awesome. <laughs> oh, it makes, I love it. Ash, you've been awesome. Oh, good. <laughs> and you guys have a good holiday season planned, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, we're going to – I think actually we're going to do Christmas in New York this year. Yeah, we're going to do – we're going to go ice skating and we're going to go see Frozen and we're going to do it. Awesome. Yeah. I'm right. really excited. Great stuff. Yeah. Well, anyway, that'll close out the ball game here on Break a Bat. Thank you again to Ashley Williams. Am I – can I keep this? That's actually my friend Coleman's. You actually can't. This is not new. Yeah, that's cool. Do you really want it? No. He, like, he's been wearing that for years. I actually have a Mets hat. I'm glad I is didn't get you Is this a Yankee hat? No, this <laughs> is a Mets hat. It's a Mets hat. Usually we give those out, but we do gifts after the program for this particular episode. So sure, we'll sure. After, all right? Wait, I don't need a gift. Do you know how much Diet Coke I drank when I walked in the door? <laughs> Thanks for having me, you guys. Oh, you got it, Ash. It's really fun. All right. That'll close out the ball game here on Break a Bat. Al Malafronte signing off from the Broadway Podcast Network Studios. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to Break a Bat. This is produced by the fine folks at the Broadway Podcast Network. Visit and subscribe at bpn.fm slash breakabat. You can find me online at break underscore a underscore bat underscore podcast and you can also find the broadway podcast network on instagram at broadway podcast network it's been so great having you here with us today and we'll see you next time hey it's leslie udom jr here on the broadway podcast network to tell you about the rise theater directory a program of maestro music rise is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds if you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.